Hello, everyone. I'm Dr. Carmen Pugliafito, and I'm pleased to have with me today Dr. Rishi Singh, who is professor of ophthalmology at the Coli Institute and also is president of the Cleveland Clinic Martin Hospital System in Stewart, Florida. Rishi, welcome to Retina Synthesis. Thank you for having me. So you presented at the American Society of Retina Specialists, one of the most talked about presentations, the Davio One phase phase one results. Can you tell us a little bit about what that trial was dedicated to? Yeah, absolutely, Carmen. Uh, so this study was looking at uh, tyrosine kinase inhibition for the treatment of neovascular AMD. This has been sort of a, a studied uh, object for many, many years. Many people have tried it. They've tried intravitreal therapy in a non-sustained format. Uh, they tried oral therapy actually for this condition as well and found some really interesting results in the past. Um, obviously, systemic tyrosine kinase inhibition is not the best therapy to be delivering patients. And so therefore, those studies did not do as well. And then uh, this technology really has focused on Duracert technology, which is a sustained release delivery device, uh, coupled with uh, the drug itself to help with um, uh, the, the lasting effect of these tyrosine kinases uh, on uh, age-related macular degeneration. And that's really what this uh, study was really focused on. So what was the TKI that they studied? Uh, this is the TKI called Verolimib. Uh, Verolimib has been around for a while. It actually had strong uh, signals for uh, systemic delivery again. Uh, when they did this systemically, they saw significant reductions in central subfield thickness in patients with neovascular AMD. The problem again was uh, it was halted in phase two because of the systemic profile of the drug. Again, these uh, unfortunately are interacting with a lot of other systems in the body and Therefore, um, while there was no ocular toxicity noted in the systemic studies, uh, the systemic side effects themselves were not positive, and so that's why they were halted. And they, they went on to this sustained technology, which again uses the technology that we're all used to, which is the Duracert, the intravitreal implant that's been around uh, for a while, both in the um, Alamira and in the um, iPoint uh, drug uh, platforms. And this Duracert technology is bioerodible and allows you to laden uh, the verolimib uh, drug within these implants uh, for this these patients. So this is a phase one trial, really primary emphasis on safety. What about safety? Safety was great uh, in the study. Uh, obviously, this was a study that did not show a lot of intraocular inflammation or concerns around endophthalmitis, um, no dose-limiting toxicity. In fact, uh, patients were studied in and three different elevated doses of the drug, which is very, very helpful and important to study um, for this as well, and found no evidence of those sort of things. We know we're all so concerned about intraocular inflammation now after the last year's and the year before's issues with BOVU. And so this was, again, a validation that there were no significant safety events in that study. So uh, what really excited people was the preliminary efficacy data. Can you yeah. comment about what the study design was? Yeah, so the study design was an open label trial for patients who had had previously treated neovascular AMD. Uh, you had to have a minimum of three anti-VEGFs prior uh, to screening and patients uh, basically came in for a standard of care uh, anti-VEGF injection on study entry, along with the verolimib drug given on within 10 days of that injection. And uh, they followed the patients for both best corrected acuity and OCT changes following the um, delivery of this. And they were randomized to receiving a low, a, a low mid, a mid, and a high dose of this drug uh, 
uh, anywhere from uh, 440 micrograms up to 3,900 micrograms. So uh, one single injection of this virolimib implant was given uh, with that time frame. And what they did was looked at uh, the relapse rates, the time by which you had to go back and then re-deliver an anti-VEGF treatment uh, for these patients based upon uh, specific criteria. Those were an increase in the retinal thickness by uh, 75 microns or a decline in vision by 10 letters. It could have been either of those two or a 50 micron change over two visits were the, were the criteria for that. And this has been a well-accepted you know, kind of failure uh, criteria for many other studies in the past year or two. And um, this study found those patients who came in uh, on average had about 8.6 injections prior to entry. And then after that, they found, uh, after the implant was delivered, found a relapse rate of around 50% uh, of patients by uh, six months and actually had about uh, 37 or 38% of patients making it the entirety of the study uh, without any additional treatment. By the end of the study, 35%, 12 months into the study, 35% had not received a, uh, another supplemental anti-VEGF treatment. Uh, so really quite impressive results. Again, you know, you and I as retina specialists always struggle with these ideas of, um, of durability with our anti-VEGFs. We have great drugs if we followed all the registration studies, but we don't. And it's because of the burden of treatment. And this really potentially has a signal to show you can alleviate treatment in patients for neovascular AMD. So the next step is DAVIO2. Can you comment a little bit about what the phase two study design will be like? Yeah, so it's in it's in uh, right right now. It's being developed, and we don't have that right now. Davio two is going to be, uh, and we don't know what the name of it is. So I apologize. I don't know if it's going to be Davio uh, two, but right now it's scheduled to be uh, developed in quarter three of 2022 for wet AMD. Uh, we're also looking at this, obviously, as you think of these neovascular pathways being for diabetic macular edema and diabetic retinopathy. We're looking at uh, quarter, uh, second half of 2022 for a DR initiated study and for first quarter of next year, a DME initiated study as well. So they're potentially, you know, again, we know from studies that tyrosine kinases work in those conditions as well. And this is the first time it's been coupled with a sustained delivery technology um, other than in, in another study that was done recently, but clearly has a lot of great data to show its benefits and show its actions. And so uh, I'm rather excited for our patients who might get this drug and have a sustained delivery as a result. Well, Rishi, thanks a lot for your discussion of this exciting uh, development in sustained delivery of anti-VEGF agents or anti-VEGF action, because this isn't really a protein. This yeah. is a, a molecule. So that's, thanks that's a lot right. for being on ret retina synthesis. Appreciate Thank it. You. Thank you, Carmen.